Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. My name is Dwayne Staten, and I want to thank you for tuning in for another episode. This podcast is meant to help those toward the path of forgiveness, for the ones who have been hurt, heartbroken, forever changed by something that was said or done to them, which changed their mindset, the course of their relationships, their future, and even their life in general. With this podcast, I speak about the lessons I've learned from forgiveness, and I give it to you, the audience. Welcome to season three of the Power Forgiveness Podcast. Oh my gosh, this has been an amazing ride. When I first started the podcast, I just thought, you know, a couple people would listen to it, like my family members, and I would get like only eight people listening. But hearing from y'all just from around the world and just sending me messages that this podcast has helped them change their lives, help them with their relationships and help them to forgive. It's nothing but, oh my gosh, nothing but the power of God. And I thank you all for it. I really do thank you all because it's, it's motivation. It also just honestly, it, it makes me feel good to know that this podcast is helping people and to know that this is the third season, even better. And oh, this season is going to be amazing. I'll tell you that right now. And for the first episode, I have Maria Winters, who is a licensed mental health therapist, a trained life coach and a psychology professor. She came to the podcast with her story about immigrating from Venezuela to the United States and how she had to forgive the ignorance of some Americans that she met over here and even herself for feeling bad about taking an opportunity to better herself. When I first got a snippet over her story, we talked on the phone. I immediately said I had to get her on and to kick off the season with her as the first episode. Honestly, it had to be done. So without further ado, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Power Forgiveness Podcast Season 3 premiere episode. Just honestly, I'm thanking God we're here. And today I have Maria Winters. Say hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So we connected through Facebook. And it was through the, I think it was a group page for the Anne Arundel Community College Coaches. Yes. And I just put my podcast out there. I said, if you have a story on forgiveness, I would love to hear from you. And you responded. Right away. Right away. (laughs) And immediately I'm thinking to myself, oh, wow, I actually got somebody. I didn't think it was going to work. I really didn't. And, um... When I spoke to you over the phone and you just told me a snippet of your story, I just said, that's it. I'm having her on. It's no ifs, ands, or buts. I need to have her on this. I need to have her on. So that's great. I I really want to say thank you for doing this because your story is amazing. And I want the people to hear it. I do. I really, really do. Um, Thank you. Thank you. No problem. But before we do, I have a question for you. Yes. If you can have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Like material or people? Like supply, I guess it's like, yeah, it has to be like a tangible something. Okay, unlimited supply. This is bad. Cake, this cake counts. Say it again. 
a lot of cake. Oh, that de- that definitely counts. Cake. That Does definitely that count? counts. Because of course I'm thinking water, you know, warm blanket. I don't know, but then cake. Let's go with that. Yep. Yeah, honestly. Yes, that that counts. I mean, if it's material, but if it's not, then unlimited supply of love comes to mind. That's beautiful. Right? That's beautiful. I don't know. My mind goes so many places. (laughs) I got you. I already know what I want. You do or you don't? I do know. I know what I want. What do you want? Money. (gasps) Unlimited amount of money. For the yes. rest of my life. Why didn't think of that? It's all good. Right? I was just like, look, I will take all of it. <laughs> I will take the unlimited amount <laughs> for the rest of my life. That makes so much sense than cake, right? You're going to be traveling and doing all this stuff while I'm in a corner eating chocolate cake. How no, it's is- all good. It's, it's, all, it's, no, look, it's all good. Can I all sell you one- chocolate cake so I can get money? No, no, it's all good. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, buy a bakery and invest in it and make you a part of the like of like I'll give you some a percentage of that so you deal. can get some of that income deal so that deal. investment you it. get some of that boom I, I, I got you I got you Thank look you, you on the podcast you. that's the least I can do <laughs> that's you. the least I can do <laughs> so I I do want again I just want to say it again it's like you gave me a snippet of your story and I was hooked. Like when we were on the phone, I was literally pacing in my room back and forth, hearing your story. Like I have to stop because if I do, that's good. If I I can have a whole episode on my phone alone, I had to stop. It was hard, but I had to stop. But I want you to please um, tell your story because it's important. So please, the floor is yours. Please go into your story. Thank you, Dwayne. So I guess what we talked about when we were thinking about forgiveness, the first thing that came to mind was my immigration process. Yes. I came to this country, it's going to be 21 years ago. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know if they if it's being fast or slow, but it's been yeah. 21 years, right? Yeah. And um, I'm from Venezuela in South America. Shout out to Venezuela. And, yes. And I... Um, the idea was to come and learn the language and go to school here. I always had this idea that I wanted to prove to myself that I could do this, you know, move to another country by myself and um, learn a different language and go to school here and then find a job. And then, you know, things started happening and I stay a little longer and a little longer. And then I got married and then I had kids and that little longer is 20 years, 21 years. Yeah. So, but of course it, it has, has, it has had it, its ups and downs, like everything, right? Of course, of um, course, of course. There has been moments that I feel so proud of being here. And there has been moments that I feel that I don't belong, that maybe I made a mistake, that what was I thinking about yeah, yeah. leaving my country? <laughs> like, yeah. Who, nobody asked me to do this. It was completely voluntary. Right. Voluntary. And I'm like, why? Um, so it's being, when, when you talked about forgiveness, I, to be honest with you, I never thought of it that way until I talked to you. Mm. That through the years, I've had to forgive processes and comments from people 
and even myself for sometimes even questioning, like I was saying, why did I do this? You know, why going through something that can be so hard just because, right? Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you want me to keep sharing or jump right in about the things that I've had to forgive. Um, I don't know. So honestly, just keep like talk about you can talk about the process and how you got to the point to forgiveness. So go go forward with that one. So at the beginning, of course, I felt that I was experiencing a lot of insecurities, right? I didn't speak the language well. So that was a, a hard situation there. I thought I spoke some English, but then I realized I didn't when people were speaking so fast. Um, even now, 21 years later, my brain sometimes is like, you know, has like these short circuits and I mispronounce words and it's hard not to criticize yourself sometimes for that. You want to do it perfectly. You want to have the second language all mastered. Um, so it was at the beginning, it was a lot of self-doubt. Um, it was a lot of, again, the sense of not that feeling that I didn't belong here. Um, I was telling you all the, on the phone, I went through different comments from people. I, I would never forget maybe the one that heard it the most, that heard the most was me being on a store, um, talking on the phone, on my cell phone. And I was talking in Spanish to a friend of mine. And this lady from a different aisle took the time to come to me and say, ma'am, we speak English in this country. And that... Sorry, that that it was hurtful um of course. so i remember you, at, at the beginning you're shocked right because those things i don't know you think they don't happen or at least they don't happen to you i don't know and i said ma'am i speak two languages and one of them is spanish Facts. but, but it, i remember getting to my car and crying it was a mix of yeah. of, of anger a mix of sadness a mix of of questioning myself, a mix of, of self-criticism of, for not having a better answer at that moment. You know, all these things that, that I went through and I remember calling my husband crying and I'm like, like, how is this possible? I, you know, like I bring so much to this country. Why, why not everyone sees it? You know, all these things that went through my mind and or comments like, you know, I had a, a neighbor once asked me, you know, I was talking, yeah, my husband, this, my husband, that, and my husband is, is born in the US, he's American. And I remember this neighbor saying, oh, so you married him because of the papers. Wow, that. Like, yes. yes. That. <laughs> and I was like, well, since you're so interested, let me tell you, no, I did not. And FYI, just to give you a little bit more of info, I had my papers before I met him. So he didn't even help me with that. Okay? I'm sorry. And In we my... have two kids together. It's just. I'm sorry. In my mind. In my mind, I imagine somebody just swinging on that person. I'm sorry. That was bad. But that's. Wow. Yeah. I am so sorry that. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. That shouldn't have happened. And also you said something that was, I'm not going to lie. It's funny to me now. You were saying that, you know, you try to, you know, speak perfect English. Let me give you a hint. 
we are we English people mispronounce words <laughs> and we admit it to each other right, and we'll right. say and we honestly we can't spell things and guess what it's okay it's okay it's okay yeah. you're not being graded in life you're not being you're not being graded like if someone's yeah. you do have a few of those grammar people but here's the thing it's okay we it's understand okay. you yes. you're good continue but you see, that didn't come until later. I yeah. I realized that I had to go through a process of separating what people, what some people were saying from who I was as a person that has had nothing to do with my value as a person. Mm-hmm. And then once I realized, once I switched the perspective of seeing my accent, for example, as a sign of bravery, you know, now I was ready to say, yes, I do have an accent because I do speak more than one language. Yes. And, right. And, and I have an accent because I came from another country. And now I know that I'm capable of yes. living in two different countries and not only doing it, but doing it with success. Yes. Because, right. Because I'm not here, you know, just living a regular life. I'm a professional with a master's degree. I yes, work in an emergency room, provide, you know, helping all people that go through a, a um, psychological crisis. I'm a, men- a licensed mental health therapist. And that's what I do in this country yeah. that I now consider also mine. You know, yes. I'm half and half and my kids were born here and I consider them half and half and they're half Venezuelan half American and there's nothing to be ashamed of because I bring to this country as much as any other person who was born here but I can tell you this 21 years later it wasn't like that for possibly the first six years it wasn't like that Um, so forgiveness I mean if we think of forgiveness Uh, you know, as the conscious decision to release any feelings of resentment, you know, towards something or a group of people, because they hurt you. I I feel that I learned to do that. Because one, ignorance is is forgivable. Mm. Um, People's own problems with what they perceive, you know, if they've never left this country, and they, they think that, you know, people who come from other places or not, or they follow stereotypes. There's a lot of stereotypes about immigration, right? A lot of them. Um, they Many people think that everyone who um, comes to this country, especially if they come from South America, they came one way and just one way. And it's not true. Um, some people come one way, some maybe let's call it the non-undocumented way. And some people like me come the very documented way, you yeah. know, through customs and, you know, through legal customs. Through yeah, yeah. I, My college, I paid it like more than a, a U.S. citizen because I was an international student then. So my tuition was double than any American student and I paid it. So there was no student loans, none of that. I I paid for my college degree and my master's degree cash. So, and it's not to, to bribe or anything, if that's the word, but just to say that there are so many stereotypes and that hurts too, because yeah, everyone has their own 
process, we all bring different things to this country. And yes. so, yeah, it's, it's now it doesn't affect me. I forgive and I try to wear the other person's shoes and say, I understand some people have different beliefs about this. I understand it can feel intimidating and invasive when you see that people are in your country speaking a different language or opening you know latin restaurants like i can i can have a little more compassion and understanding for that now so i think it's part of that um forgiveness process in a way yeah yeah that's powerful i really i really like that i really do and sadly there are a lot of stereotypes when it comes to immigration it really has it's a lot of you know, jokes behind it. It's a lot of mm -hmm. stories behind it. It's a lot behind mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But to know, you know, actually, let me phrase that, to talk to someone who's been through it, you know, been through the mud, been through the insults, the tirades, whatever it is, to see you just succeed and not only survive, but thrive. Mm -hmm. You are, you're a, li you're a living testimony of that. And that is something that if no one, you know, championed you for, I am. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, honestly, Thank just you. very glad to have you on this and just tell your story. So I want to talk, I want to ask you, you said something that's very key. You said ignorance is forgivable. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I would, I want to hear that one. I mean, I think there's things that I can control and things that I cannot control. Yeah. And um, and is not something that everyone has, because I do have to say as well that the same way I have experienced negative moments is that has not been the majority of my experiences in these 21 years. I've met amazing people and some of my true closest friends right now I've met here in this country. So but ignorance I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if it's something that people do with bad intention. There are many people out there that don't have knowledge about um, moving to another country or really, you know, a sense of what that means or, or give themselves the opportunity to meet people from other places because maybe the way they were raised, maybe what they were told growing up, maybe again because of lack of information lack of knowledge but i don't think everyone who is who shows ignorance does it with bad intention sometimes it's, it's just that maybe lack of information lack of of being exposed to something different lack of i don't know having the resources internal and external resources to get to know other things or even the opportunity or the bravery to open their minds to other things. You know, sometimes yeah. we're scared. Sometimes we are ignorant because we are scared to get to know new things. If I can call that ignorance, I don't know. Now I'm going back and forth, but, um, but it is forgivable. I mean, I think in many cases, 
people have gotten to know me or know or being exposed to people who have immigrated to this country and then they start contrasting that evidence with the beliefs that they had before that not necessarily were based in reality right? yeah if you, if you were told growing up like oh yeah look at those immigrants again taking all the jobs away or why do they have to come here they should go back to your country let's say that you to their country let's say that you grow up listening to that i don't i don't blame you if as a kid you grew up thinking that was a bad thing because that's mm. maybe what you were exposed and you learned right yeah Yeah, but yeah. then you know, if you're open to experiencing, to contrasting again that with real evidence, and say, well, let's not generalize. I don't think we should generalize with anything really in life because nothing is that generalizable. If that's even a word. No, yeah, I'm with that. Uh, then, again, when you give yourself the opportunity to get to know other people, to you know, listen to different stories, to maybe read books about it, to, I don't know, to open your mind to different perspectives. Even if you thought there was only one answer or one explanation to what you grow up believing, then that creates a change, right? Is is That creates a change. And I think I've learned, maybe because of my own experience, that you cannot generalize. That's when I hear people say stuff like, I don't know, um, they talk to a specific nationality or specific race. And let's say that the world is going through something very um, delicate, like this COVID, for example. And then you hear people saying, uh, you, you see those Asians or those people from China, I can't, yeah. you know, I hate them all. Mm, no, you do not. Yeah. I mean, and if you do, then you there's something you need to work on because that generalization is very toxic for your well-being it is yes very toxic yeah. very dangerous yes, very dangerous very, and for you because at the end you're the one who's going to suffer the most because i would love to go to china and see how that looks like I mean, yeah it's a beautiful country i mean yeah so we we can't generalize the same way as immigrants we cannot generalize like yeah i've been treated so bad so all americans are mean no they are not i agree they I agree. are not there are amazing americans amazing that have given me so much in these 21 years so it's it's you know it's Yeah, I agree. I have two quick stories, just two quick. Mm -hmm. Yes. First one where you were talking about uh, when people grow up and you hear things about, you know, immigrants, like they're taking all the jobs. I remember the movie uh, 42, uh, who starred Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace to him, who played Jackie Robinson. And he was playing in, he was a black man playing baseball in all white sport. And this young white boy was with his dad. And when Jackie Robinson came out, his dad was calling him the N-word and everything. And the boy didn't know what was happening. He's like, what am I supposed to do? And he just he saw his dad doing it. And then he just went along with it, not knowing it, but just following it. And it brings it back. It's like, if you're brought up with you know that type of mindset, that's all you're going to believe and that's all you're going to know. And the second thing is when you generalize things, I've it's really bad. I hate, bluntly, I was 
I was almost put into that stereotypical black character. I mean, as a stereotypical black person, like hood and thug, and I had to prove myself, prove that I'm not. And I hated that I had to do that. But hearing you and your story, it's just like, wow, like that's all they've seen, but that's all they know, but that's not the whole thing. So it's basically, I'll use your cake analogy. It's, I'll use your cake. It was a piece of the cake and not the whole one. So that makes, that that really touched me right there. Thank you. Thank you for that. The one thing I do want to say, you said you had a forgiveness of self. Talk to me about that part. There were, um, there's something that was interesting to me through this whole process. Right. And it was also the hurting from comments from people from my own country and even people Whoa. that were similar to me i mean not similar to me close to me wow members sometimes saying oh there she goes the americanized um maria you know or oh you left because you you know so not only you feel that you don't belong here but there were times of my life that I felt I didn't belong anywhere. Like I wasn't a Venezuelan anymore because I'm this Venezuela who left and now I'm Americanized because I'm I'm punctual. You know, I, I go to my appointments on time and no offense to any Venezuelans listening, but we're not that punctual, right? We're usually 5, 10, 30 minutes late. Look, <laughs> we are too. It's called CP time. We are too. So it's all good. <laughs> I I came to the you know to the northeast of the U.S. I started in Boston and people are punctual there. If you have an appointment and it's at 3 p.m., you show up a few minutes early. Or if you're invited to a party, you don't show up at 4 p.m. You show up at three. That's the invitation. Um, so I started you know adapting, or um you know, my process of acculturation started. So I, I, I started adapting to rules and, and social norms of yeah. the new country I was yeah. living in. Yeah. So even, even the way I saw the world was different because by coming to another country, your world expands, your, your mind opens, you, you start seeing so many things that you are so thankful for experiencing, right? Like, I don't know, I can't think of a specific example, but you're more open to differences because my own, um, you know, my own little world expanded by moving to another country, right? I lived in Venezuela for 23 years and, and that's, that's what existed for me then. So I started hearing comments like, oh yeah, you know, you're so American now, or um, you, you're not Venezuelan anymore. If you come here, you're not going to know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, that might be true, but it hurts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because my yeah. love for, for where I came from and my love for my Venezuelanity is there. It doesn't matter I mean, the place where you're born, or at least for me, I can't talk for everyone, but that's the place I was born. That's the place that gave me the, the basis and the structure of the human being I am now. Yeah. So I had to do a lot of forgi for for forgiveness of that ignorance as well, mm. of the ignorance from family members or, clo or close friends judging in a way that 
I was doing what I was doing. So again, the forgiven, the forgiveness to myself came when asking, did I make the right decision? Did I make a mistake? Should I have stayed in my country? What would, what would, what if I, if I stayed, what would have been my life if I stayed? So all this questioning and I had to accept and forgive myself. You know, I don't know if, if the words, if for, forgive, but I, I feel it is. I had to come to make amends to the life decisions that I made um, and, and, you know, and, and seeing it as something I wanted to do and be proud of it, not seeing as a, as a mistake, not seeing it as what if, not seeing it as, you know, but, but, but as a, as something to be proud of. Yeah. Of, of, of a brave steps in my life, good decisions. And I think they were, but yeah. um, that's what I meant a little bit with forgiving myself. So much of that questioning that I had at the beginning, I don't, I don't have much anymore um, because I carved my own path here. Facts. I, I decided to become more proactive than a victim. I think that was the change when I, when I said, I'm not going to be a victim of this acculturation and immigration process. I'm going to take this bull by the horns and I'm going to make my stay in this country, whatever long that is. I'm like you said, I'm going to thrive. And I got my master's degree and I, you know, started a job and I talked to people and I am not ashamed of doing this podcast and then knowing that I'm making 20,000 accent grammar English mistakes now I this is who I am and this is who I bring with accent and all and with grammar and all this is me and I like it I this is this is me but it took a long time yeah I, when I tell you right now, like I almost ran like laps after that sermon you just said, because it was, because that's powerful. Being your authentic self and knowing who you are and owning it, that's one of the most powerful things you can do. It took, same with you, it's same with me. I had to learn who I was Mm -hmm. and really accept and love myself. Mm -hmm. And despite what other people think it's like I love me I got to live with me for the rest of my life you don't <laughs> so I have to have peace the one thing and the one thing that really almost made me punch the air you said I'm not going to be a victim that's powerful it's like I'm not going to stay I'm not going to be a victim I'm not going to stay a victim I'm not I'm going to be a victor and not a victim big difference yeah. and that's exactly what you did and not only did you carve your path you blazed the trail so therefore thank you that's a clap we're clapping those of you listening it is it we're is there's a pen in, there's a pen in my hand um once again and one other thing that you said that was just so powerful you had to make amends with your life choices now that's powerful mm-hmm. because a lot of people they make choices and they don't make amends with it it's just mm-hmm. like i had to make this choice and some people still regret it Mm-hmm. but hearing you and you can correct me if I'm wrong but like making amends with the choices you made that was best for your life that was free am I correct on that yes okay and that's that's the thing you have to do and this is something I want to tell the people listening there are times you're going to make choices that are right for you 
not everybody's going to sit with it. Like, for example, you have to forgive that person that hurt you, whether it be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, it doesn't matter. And you got to forgive them. You have to make amends. There are going to be people who say, why would you do that? You stupid. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? There are times you're going to have to make amends with you. You got to sit yourself down and say, this is the choice I have to make. It's best for me. And when people spin in your face or whatever, it's okay. Do it like for real, for real. Like you're a victor, not a victim. Mm -hmm. That's that, that my PSA. I'm off my soapbox right now. Um, but that's powerful. It really is. And I want to ask, what does forgiveness mean to you? For me, if we are talking specifically about this experience was letting go of that heavy lift that I had on yes. my shoulders, you know, yes. um, it was the time that I said, I'm going to let go of the, the toxic feelings that I feel in my yes. body yes. when I internalize or when I take in, when I breathing so deeply the things that people do that hurt me I, yes. I can't do that yes um and again because I don't know what their motives are and and that's something that they can take with them if they choose to live their lives with that anger inside or with that judgment inside there's that's out of my control the only control that I have is what's coming inside my body what feelings am I letting in and that doesn't mean that I avoid the emotions I mean it hurts and when things happen still nowadays they hurt and I you know I give space to that emotion because emotions are there for a reason and if I have to shed some tears I do it but then I say remember this this has nothing to do with you as a person yeah this is somebody else's path somebody else's process yeah so forgiving for you know forgiving others is 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 letting that go and and realizing that it has nothing to do with you that you are not responsible for other people's beliefs or feelings that's their own work to do i have I my own work to do you got your um, own work to do you shown up right on that I got too much work on me to do to worry about you. That's nothing but facts. Yes. That is yes. nothing but facts. Yes. What do you wish that you learned earlier in your journey to forgiveness? That that it felt so good. Mm -hmm. That that it feels once you stop caring or giving it so much weight to what other people say or think about you and so much way to when they say something is just it feels so good because you don't you don't put it in your emotional baggage you just observe it explore it you catch it but you let it go you throw it somewhere into the woods you don't bring it yeah. home you don't because you realize it has nothing to do with you and with your value nothing Facts. to do so forgiving for me is, again, making that conscious choice, that conscious decision that doesn't mean it's an easy one or one that is not going to hurt, but it's still a conscious decision to release, to, 
to let that go and to let that person walk back out with their own issue that they wanted to project on you, but it's not yours. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree with that. Not Definitely yours. like that. Yeah. And what do you wish to impart to the people listening? Well, if I could, you know, if there's anybody listening that have either go through an immigration process or even if, if it's in, in the same country, if they have gone through a process where they feel isolated, they feel that maybe, you know, a group of people are on, on the left side and you're on the right, you're lonely in there in that little spot, that your tastes and your thoughts seem weird to other people because you are different because maybe you're coming from a different place or a different culture or a different set of beliefs whatever that is that you take a stop and 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 switch the perspective on it that you bring gifts to wherever you are to your world to your community to your group of friends that's what makes you your own thing. In my case, the accent. In your case, your, your tastes for a specific food or for whatever, for specific music that makes you, you know, remember your, your roots and where you came from. I don't know, whatever mm. it is, don't be ashamed. Yeah. Whoever is not receiving it is because because their perspective might be limited. And again, that has nothing to do with you. Absolutely. You, you absolutely so right. so many things to this world and thank goodness for you because otherwise it will be the same story over and over and that will be very boring, but. I agree. Oh, I agree. You do, you have a gift. Whoever you are, you have a gift to offer people. And if you don't know it yet, I'll put it to you this way. You are the gift. Right, right. So if you don't know what your gift is, you are the gift. Right. And then when you find out what your gift is, it's double presents for everybody. And who doesn't like double presents? I know I do. Right. But yeah. And one but, more thing, Dwayne, I'm sorry. And if somebody's listening and they are here in the US and they came from another country and they... Um, identify with some of the things I've said about all these emotions and all that I want to say take coming to another country and doing it if you're still standing up and you survive that it takes courage yes. and see it that way recognize the courage that it took you to get here the courage that it takes every day to express your ideas in a language that you had to learn later on it takes courage to follow a new culture and do it successfully and and you know and thrive and and get up every morning and go to work and being productive to this society despite all the difficulties recognize that celebrate it internalize it and be proud of it be yeah. proud of it because many many people cannot even pack their bags and go to for a weekend somewhere we not only packed our bags we came to another country and worked and did a good thing and we're good human beings and we bring our gifts to this country and it shows that we have resources to yeah. cope and do 
anything you want to do, you can yeah. do it because you're ready. For, that doesn't mean that if you're not an immigrant, you cannot do it. Please don't get me wrong, right? Right now, I'm just specifically, you know, talking to that. That doesn't mean, but this applies to any situation, whatever your track record shows that if you're breathing, you've gone through stuff in your past, meaning that you have the tools to overcome any difficulties you set yourself to overcome and focus on that because you can do it i agree That's with that all. i agree with that thank you for that and again i want to thank you for coming on because this was amazing this thank was you. amazing and right now the floor is yours please tell people you know what you have going on um if they want to talk to you how they can get in contact with you the floor is yours thank you so um, yes, I'm a licensed mental health therapist. I have my practice in the state of Maryland. You can find me on Instagram is where I'm most active um, under the name coaching underscore therapist. Um, the goal of that account is to provide information, tips and information. Oh, I already said information, information and tips <laughs> and motivation to promote emotional wellness that's my purpose that's what i live for um is to help promote everyone's emotional wellness and i do it with this um, um instagram account you can dm you can find my website there um so yes anything i can be of help i i am all in and thank you, Dwayne, for being so open to bring this topic to your awesome podcast. No problem at all. Look, like I said, when I spoke to you and I heard just a snippet, I said, I'm having you on immediately. I made the decision. It was just immediate. I was not, I wasn't going to let, I wasn't going to let it pass. I wasn't going to let it pass. Um, but all, everyone who's listening, I'm going to put all the links in the show notes because I want y'all to connect with her because she is amazing. I'm we telling you, you heard her too. story. You, you are too. Thank we you. are amazing. You are absolutely right. We are amazing. <laughs> yes. We are amazing. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, oh gosh, this was great. This, thank you so much for this. Thank you, Dwayne. I, re I really appreciate it. No problem. Woo! <laughs> Didn't I tell you that was a great episode? Oh, that was an amazing episode. Thank you, Maria, for just coming on and being honest open with your story when she said you have to make amends with your life choices that resonated with me and it resonated with me because when I chose to pursue a relationship with my biological mother that was a choice that I wanted to make because you know I wanted to have a relationship and when that relationship went downhill I had to make again the life choice to walk away from that relationship and I had to make amends with myself for that because as I'm reflecting on it, at first I felt bad because it's like the little kid in me was just like, do you really want to walk away? But then I had to really sit down and really say to myself, yeah, this is something I'm going to have to walk away from because this is a choice I have to make that's not only for me, but for my family. Because it's something that I had to do that was right for me. And I had to really sit down in prayer with God and just talk to him and say, Lord, if it's in your will for this relationship to be reconciled, let it be. But if not, I'm just giving it to you. 
And I had peace about that because holding on to a relationship that wasn't really producing much fruit and it really wasn't doing any good for me, I had to let go. And by making that choice, praying about it, and just having that inner conversation with myself, I made peace with that choice. And so that really resonated with me. I also want to let y'all know that I'm giving away a free discovery call to two people where we talk about your questions or struggles with forgiveness and we see how I can best serve you. And all you have to do is go to my Instagram page, which is my name, Dwayne Staten, D-W-A-Y-N-E-S-T-A-T-E-N. And just follow and comment on the post of this episode saying what resonated with you in this episode or what life choices did you have to make amends with? I would really love to hear from y'all. I also honestly love hearing feedback from y'all. So do me a favor and just share this episode with family, friends, whomever, and also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It will really help me know that this podcast is really helping and it's really speaking to y'all and resonating with y'all. I appreciate y'all. I know that there are times where we don't have the strength to forgive those who have hurt us to do what it takes in this episode, and more. We can only do these things with the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins to be forgiven in the past, present, and future. And he rose from the grave to give us eternal life, a relationship with God himself, power over sin, and power of the enemy. If you want Jesus Christ in your life, just pray this. Dear Lord, thank you for dying for my sins and my wrongdoings in the past, present, and future. I confess and believe that you died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose again. I give my life to you, Lord. Please come to my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you pray that prayer, I want to say welcome to the family. This is the best decision you could ever make in your life. Now that you've made this decision, get in a good Bible-teaching church who preaches the gospel and message of Jesus Christ. You can look on Google, social media, and ask family and friends for recommendations. Also, there may have been some things said in this episode that may have triggered some bad memories and bad feelings. If this is the case, please seek a licensed therapist to talk them out. You can go through your healthcare provider, Google, or ask family and friends who receive therapy for recommendations.